0: Hey everyone, this is Sarah. Most of you know me from the Hide and Seek Podcast discussion group on Facebook. Do you enjoy the Hide and Seek Podcast? Would you like to show your support? Head over to Apple iTunes, leave us a five star review, and follow us so you never miss an episode. You can interact with us as well as share your thoughts, ideas, and theories on this season's episodes by joining the Hide and Seek Podcast discussion group. Find us by searching Hide and Seek Podcast Discussion Group on Facebook. The views and opinions expressed in the Hide and Seek podcast are those of the participants and do not necessarily reflect the views, positions, or opinions of the host or contributors. The following podcast may contain strong language and is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised.
1: Sweet dreams are made of this.
0: 24 hour news aide's Brady Gillum went to Sturgis tonight to speak with the missing woman's mother about what may have happened to her daughter. I can tell you where she most likely is. I hadn't seen anybody that I felt comfortable saying anything to until today. The stories they tell are pretty fucked. They're pretty freaking gruesome. I kept all the text messages, Facebook messages. The messages between me and Brittany, I have all of them. I have everything. I told him, I said, I'll kill all them motherfuckers. And I was going to have my people fucking take care of it.
2: I'll just say Brittany's name out of nowhere just to see what somebody says.
0: Because this
1: little town around here would be hard to hide something like that. Because eventually everything comes out. Everybody. To me, some days I don't believe anything happened to her. I think she just left. This is Hide and See, season three. I'm your host, James Basinger. Hey guys, today is the last day I'm spending in Sturgis. It's been a long few days trying to track people down. Ethan and I are headed back to the Airbnb from Jessica and Loco's campsite when I get a call from an unknown number. My connection wasn't very good and the call drops. Eric, Brittany's husband. Hello? Hi. Hey, is this Eric? I have one one question for you. Yeah.
0: Who the fuck gave you my parents' address?
1: I drove by with uh, Jessica.
0: All right, here's the deal. Here's the deal.
2: I don't give two
0: fucks about the situation no more. I'm
1: over it. It's been so long, my name. Are you there? Did I make my clear? Sorry, Eric, your 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 phone seat cut seat out. Seat. Are you there? You hear
0: a word I said.
1: I got very, I got, I got it came in. And now I was going through the roads and I don't have the greatest service.
0: Nah, I'm over this. I don't want to be bothered. I want to be left the fuck alone. If I wanted to be found, I would be found.
1: Okay. So even just to ask... I, I, nothing, to, nothing to say. Okay. Even though this is a girl who's missing in me, I'm not here to point the finger. It's
0: my ex-wife.
1: I understand. That's why I'm reaching out to you.
0: They weren't even a young She came were a different point. Go find him. Go contact him. I am. He would know more about the
1: situation. I am, I, I've reached out to Shelton. I've reached out to Cage, it's not just Eric that I'm only wanting to talk to, I wanted to talk to all the individuals that knew Brittany. It, it, here's, here's the thing, here's
0: the thing, thing. No it, that he here's the thing. Here's, the thing, here's the thing, is for one, my parents' house is my parents' house, I don't expect, or, you know, play kindly to people just randomly stopping at my fucking parents' house. I've lived there over a fucking year. For two, it's not her place to give out address. For three, she's ran my nature that There's so many fucking times to over this shit mission. I'm over it, Joe. Here's, 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 a here's, act, act
1: of her here's what I, can I, can I, I kind of give you a little bit of where uh, my position at in this whole thing is at before, you know, ending the call? Can I kind of share where I'm coming from? Did
0: she does she, rope, she you into it?
1: Nope. She didn't. she didn't. I picked this case. Did
0: she rope you into doing a podcast?
1: Nope.
0: Not. For one, I think podcasts are jokes. You think what? I, I think podcasts are jokes.
1: Okay. And that's okay for you to feel that way, but like I are said, jokes. is it something that you'd be willing to allow me to talk to you and at least explain where I'm coming from?
0: Yeah, go ahead.
1: Okay. So, I'll skip past trying to convince Eric to talk by telling him about my first two seasons. As I attempt to explain my position to him, I'm repeatedly interrupted with questions about who put me up to this. Or why I'm interested in covering this case. From there. Okay, well you need to. Okay. Can I can I continue to kinda tell you a little bit about what I do and how I do it? Go ahead. I tell Eric, I have no dog in this fight. I don't know anyone associated with Brittany, and Jessica had no influence in my decision to cover this case. I, I, I never, I, all I know is you, is, is just that you're Brittany's ex or that you're her husband. At the time of her disappearance, I know about Sheldon. I know about Cage. I know about Jessica's relationship with Cage. I know about, you know, Justin Perce... or, or, or I don't know how to pronounce his last name. But I also know about, you know, Chuck Allen, in the video, in the ring, in in, I don't come into this hearing one side of the story from mom or from Ashley or from whoever, so, and I stick to the facts. I
0: got. I got one. What's that? I got one. Yeah. here
1: messages back Yeah, I've he already heard. Uh, yeah, I already heard that the, 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 the voice memos between her and Jess Yep And I confronted Jessica on that So it's not, like, I'm, it's it's not like It's not
0: like it's
1: I'm sorry can you say that again
0: there's, her own there's, sister? there's TikToks from her own sister of her sister dragging Brittany through the mud. After her disappearance.
1: Have you guys seen those TikToks?
0: Yeah. I've seen them.
1: Okay, and is I there a way that you... Them. What's that? My the...
0: girlfriend probably has a couple on her phone.
1: Okay, is it possible for me to get my hands on them?
0: No, let me go through and find them, yes. Okay, I have... My girlfriend's sending me a TikTok that I'll forward to you on messenger.
1: Okay. All right, that would be perfect. I appreciate it. Thank you. I know this is probably for you, Eric. Like you said, like, I know that this has brought you, from the sounds of it, this has brought you some frustration. And, you know, your name's been kind of dragged through the mud and and dealt me. Here's
0: here's the thing. Here's the thing is, nobody knows where
1: I'm at, and I like it that way. Tomorrow. If I want to be found, I'll be found. You know what I'm saying? If I, if I need to meet
0: somebody, I'll go to them.
1: I get that, man. Like I said, I, I, well, all I'm trying to do is trying to help out a family, or help out this girl who went missing. How
0: do you even come across this case, being from Wisconsin?
1: Um, people will send me cases on where or the next one that I, they feel like I should do, and Brittany's was one of them. I gave Eric my best pitch. I wasn't sure he'd come around. I could tell that this wasn't a conversation he wanted to have. But, we came to an understanding.
3: This, let's put it this way. You can ask any question you want. If I answer it, I answer it, but two bad I choose not, not to.
1: Okay. Fair enough, I appreciate it.
0: I work all day tomorrow. Sunday, I'm pretty busy. If I get freed up Sunday,
1: I'll message you. Okay. I probably won't be top of mind, but I might check in with you late Sunday night if I don't hear from you, um, if that's okay with you. Yeah, sounds great. All right. You can tell by Eric's response to my call that this isn't a time in his life he wants to revisit. His anger seems to be fueled by Jessica, and as he explained, he believes she's dragged his name through the mud. I can understand his frustration and why he would be hesitant to speak to me about his wife's disappearance. I'll report back after I speak to Eric again. There's no doubt Ashley has a lot of information and so far it seems like she's been forthcoming. I won't sugarcoat this. From this point on there will be a lot of information coming from Ashley. It's a lot to digest and Ashley has a difficult time sticking to one subject. Right now It might seem like we're trying to put a puzzle together backwards. But as we flip pieces over, the picture will become more clear. Stay with me. Good? Yeah. All right. Britt was going to move in with you. And this was in September of 2018. And she was going to move in with you because Cage and Josh, Cage is her boyfriend at the time, and they had this vendetta against you two. And you don't know the reason for that.
2: I'm s- pretty certain. it The beginning of it, I had gone down to Mishawaka, and I, I still have every message. But um, Mishawaka to pick up. And I was on my way back. Daniel messaged me, or Britt messaged me, one of the two, needing some. And I said, that's fine, but I have a big delivery to make, so... I'll send my live location, watch me, meet me at my place, cause I gotta be quick. And sure as shit, I pull in and Daniel's right there. He comes upstairs and I remember he was trying to talk to me about them. K choice. And I'm busy weighing up, bagging up, trying to get my runner, his orders. Kind of business minded here. Plus, I love you both. I don't want in the middle of it. Right. I don't I don't care what's going on. But he had said Something to the effect of him having to come out so late because she couldn't go without.
1: Go without
2: what? Go without the dope. And they were having issues because she couldn't put it down or some shit. Like he, would, the, the way he was making it sound was, she's a bad guy. That's when Britt messaged me not long after that and said, "Really, you're talking mad shit about me?" Some something to that effect. <laughs> no clue what she's talking about. And she said Daniel told her that or no. She said, Really, you sent him all of our messages. I said, What are you talking about? And she said, Daniel told me you were talking mad shit and you sent him all of our messages. I said, I'm not sure what you're talking about. I've got enough going on right now because she threatened me at that point. Like, I'll just shit's gonna go down basically. Like if, if I find this out, yeah. And I said, look, I've already got a fuck boy trying to ruin me. My life's falling apart. I don't need extra drama. Keep y'all shit to yourself because of anyone, you should know better than to come to meet with that shit. I've been 100 with you the whole time. I've never been anything but, never would be. And
0: when
1: does this happen? Because is this...
2: I would have to double-check my messages, but I want to say August.
1: Okay. So um, she confronts you about this and says, if this is true, then shit's going to go down. You're right. You're saying, never happened. And what I, you're saying yep. to me right now, never happened.
2: I told her, I said, I, I'm going to now screenshot this part of our conversation. I'm going to send it to Daniel and ask him what the fuck. And I told her this is the first time that either conversation is going anywhere. So he messaged me, and Brittany had said, if that's true and you didn't say shit, don't say anything else to him because he on some bullshit. And I said, if you want to come over here, I will hand you my phone. You can read beginning to end, from beginning of our chat history till now.
1: Did she see proof? Did Cage provide proof?
2: No. Cage just told her. Okay, And... So she took me up on that offer. Because people say that shit all the time. Like, oh, you want to read my phone? No, I meant it. And she took me up on it. So she came over and I handed her my phone. She read everything. She had me take a picture of her holding my phone. and She sent it to him. And he messaged me. I don't even know. It was something dumb as fuck. He was mad as hell. Mad that he got caught. And I can't prove it, but I think it had to do with heroin. Because I just found out that he's a heroin addict, and when I kicked Josh out, I took his Google account over, and I found a whole bunch of searches, and heroin ties into all this bullshit that's happened in the past two years, too. They, pretty big.
1: Let's recap. Ashley says at some point, she guesses sometime in August, that Brittany confronts her about talking shit about her to Daniel. Brittany confronted Ashley about this. Ashley calls Daniel's bluff and tells Brittany she's more than welcome to come see her phone for herself. Ashley claims Britt took her up on that offer and even goes to the trouble of sending Daniel a picture of herself holding Ashley's phone, showing the two reunited after proving he lied. Ashley chuckles when she starts to explain how she accessed Josh's account, something to remember. So when you guys split, you take <laughs> That was
2: my phone he had.
1: Okay, so you took your phone back? Yep. And then you got into his Google account? Yep. And you found stuff about heroin?
2: Street, what's the street price for 10 grams of pure rock heroin or some shit? Okay. Yeah. Voice clip even. So it's him.
1: Okay. So he's into that. I guess. Josh is. Is Cage? Yes. Okay. So those two. So after you and Brick go through this, this moment of proving, like, no, I'm your friend. I'm not doing that. And he's lying. Do her cage split then?
2: Yep. So that's and that's what led to her being scared. She had come to me and she said, I don't, I don't know what to do. He knows where Sheldon lives. He knows where my grandma lives. I said, so fucking stay here. And she's like, well, he knows where you live too. I said, no shit. But I can play it off. If he calls me, you seen Britt, said no. Because he didn't know that we made up. Gotcha. He thought this little bullshit he started, we were still on the outs. Nobody knew we had made up. I said, it'll be perfect. Like, it's the perfect plan because nobody hangs out here anyway.
1: You and Josh were broken
2: up? Yeah, he was already gone.
1: Okay. Wait a sec. Didn't Ashley say Brittany sent Cage a pic of her holding Ashley's phone? This image was supposed to signify the two reuniting and catching Daniel in a lie. I have yet to see this image. Ashley's making it clear. Cage was someone Britney feared. Ashley isn't the only person to claim Britney said this. A woman by the name of Brenda Fox also shared with me something Britney told her days before she went missing. I met with Brenda while in Sturgis. We talked about this topic at a local restaurant. A couple minutes before. Have you looked at the menu yet? No? <laughs> I'll give you a couple minutes. Can I do a uh, old fashioned your name is Brenda Fox, and you were who to Brittany? Uh,
0: her second mom. Second mom. Second mom. <laughs>
1: yeah. So you guys are close. Yes,
0: very close.
1: Okay. And uh, you mentioned something in the car that you was last was it the last time that you saw Brittany on the twenty seventh of November. Mm-hmm. Okay. And what was that encounter like? What was the initial?
0: She spent. We spent oh like three days together the 27th is when she told me that if anything happened to him, Daniel did um, she told me the same thing he was in prison at the time but that's about what she said if anything happens to me Daniel did
1: do you remember what your response was? Um, do you remember what your response was?
0: I, I don't think I really had much of it because I didn't know who I didn't know him met him
1: after when you met him after the fact it did click that that's what she had said or did that
0: he was being mean to it when i met him he was being mean to her calling all kinds of names did
1: you ever confront daniel about what Brittany had said to you has anybody
0: i don't know i don't think so i don't think so either
1: Brenda and Jessica don't know if Cage has been confronted about Brittany being fearful of him. At this time of this interview, Cage was in prison. The reason? Unlawful use of motor vehicle. I plan on reaching out to him, especially since I know where he's at. So, my, one of my questions is, why is she so fearful of Cage? Right. Did he ever lay hands on her? Did she ever actually tell you that?
2: Nope, I can't say whether he did or not.
1: Did she ever say he did?
2: No, right. not to me.
1: What is she scared for then? Just because she doesn't want to go to
2: certain residences because she
1: doesn't want them to know. She doesn't
2: want him to know. He was a UFC fighter. Okay. With anger issues. Okay. So I can see why. I've never seen his temper. Yeah. But I've got the J-Pays between her and Zach, where she's telling Zach all about it. Who's Zach? The one that she was professing her love to, saying that she was going to be with him and they were going to get shit straight and right this time. He was in prison at the time, and she's writing him, telling him that she's terrified of Daniel. He put stalkerware on her phone. Cage. Oh my God, wait. No, it might be Daniel.
1: Cage.
2: It might be Walters, now that I'm thinking about it, because I just found out last night she does know him.
1: Okay, so we'll get to that point. Sorry, it just so, clicked. Cage. Ashley mentions a guy named Zach and how he's writing Brittany from prison. This is the same Zach Jessica dates after he's released. I've read the conversation history between Zach and Britt. Here's what Britt had to say about Daniel. I'd like to add, the JPEG conversations were shared with me by Ashley. November fifteenth, twenty eighteen.
3: Until Daniel gets what Daniel wants, he doesn't stop, and God forbid I even flaunt you without having to watch my motherfucking back. Even though him and I are split up, he still thinks he has control over me and says I'm cheating when it's been done and over with since September, October. And when I do try and cut ties, I get harassed. And no matter how many times I block him or change my number, he gets a hold of me. Or if I do all them things, I'm threatened again and he's going to destroy my life. I'm not scared of very many people, but I am of Daniel.
1: November 16th, 2018
3: I want to make shit with you work. And yeah, Daniel I am too scared of and what he's capable of. And Eric, it was a one-night thing. We both regret it. We're way better friends.
1: According to Brittany's own words to Zach, she was fearful of Daniel and what he may do if she didn't do as he wanted. Something else to note, Brittany says,
3: And Eric, it was a one-night thing. We both regret it. We're way better friends.
1: I'm curious what she means by that. Something we'll need to follow up on. But you also mentioned Cage knows where Sheldon was. Mm-hmm. Sheldon became her boyfriend, must, must have been shortly after Cage. Okay, she was so kind of dating her.
2: them all at the same time.
1: Okay, so she's having open relationships and with a couple of different guys. One of them's Cage, one of them's Sheldon, one of them's probably another guy named... Eric,
0: her still husband. her
1: husband at this, you know, today. So she was talking to Eric, Sheldon, and uh, Cage. She broke up with Cage, but he's fearful of him. And she mentioned to you, he knows where Sheldon lives. And he
2: threatened to go to Sheldon's. He threatened to go to her grandma's.
1: Did he ever threaten Sheldon? I don't know. Okay. So then this is now around September that this is all going down, close to that time?
2: I'd have to look at my messages, but right around in there.
1: Did she ever move in with you?
2: She started to. She started to bring her things over. And me and Pocket were arguing. Who? A lot of time. Curtis Polly. And she said, I just don't wanna get in the middle of things. And I said, oh no, this is, this is my house. And
1: who's Polly to you and Brittany?
2: He, I went to school with him.
1: Okay, Winners. so he's living with you and he's concerned about Brittany coming because he doesn't wanna get caught up in the middle of this.
2: Nope, he's not concerned. She ends up messaging me because we were in the middle of a huge fight one day and she's downstairs with Eric and she's like, hey, we're just, we're gonna head out. I'm thinking maybe I shouldn't move in or something. I've got all, all my messages still. Yeah. I don't like paraphrasing, but I said, no, you're fine. We were fighting, like, extra stress, added stress. So, you and Polly? Yeah. So she had, like, three bags there. She took them, but she left her blanket.
1: This is what month? November? Or? I think
2: this is October.
1: October, this is all taking place.
2: And Eric messaged Polly and said, I need to come grab Brit's blanket. It was the only thing she left at my place.
1: Before she went missing or after? Mm-hmm.
2: Before, and she said that she had to get me my sweatshirts back. I told her not to worry about it. She's wearing my clothes and like, all of her last pictures.
1: Leading up to the time that she went missing, she was dating a guy named Sheldon. I think everybody kind of knows that. She was still married to Eric. I've heard that her desire to go back to Eric or being back with Eric was something that was, something that she was thinking about doing.
2: They were at my house every single day. They were working on, as far as I was even concerned, and told, and saw, they were working on their marriage. They were getting back together. She would send him messages. Like she sent me this video one day of some stupid couple singing to each other, whatever, corny shit. He believed it too. They're working things out. Because I remember I had actually met him before I met her because he was Polly's friend. Eric Shank, and I had asked him at one point I said if it's too personal just tell me I don't don't mind there seems to be a lot of mutual respect between you two so why aren't you together and he said because of me and I asked her the very same question taking her to work one day and she said because he's mean as fuck he beat the shit out of me while I was pregnant with serenity we just it doesn't work
1: you asked him this same question why aren't you guys together and he said because of me." me They'd I never told you. Right.
2: I told her. I said I didn't get that part when I asked him. Yeah.
1: Okay.
2: Coming down. Well, I think she was talking about heroin he, when he was coming off of heroin.
1: Her and Eric are talking about getting back together.
2: They already are at this point.
1: But she's still dating Sheldon.
2: Apparently. I didn't find this out until later.
1: Now let's get to the month of November. Okay. It's, this is during that time in the month of November that her and Sheldon, or her and Eric, are rekindling. The That's Oct-
2: September, October. November is when they split and she's back with Sheldon.
1: So, her and Eric split in November. And she goes, she's kind of. Did she ever actually break up with Sheldon or was she kind of just.
2: The last. No, no, she didn't because he, according to Facebook, he was the last one she was official with. Like, they made this post on November 23rd and I think it was her saying that she doesn't have any. Or maybe it was Sheldon. One of the two said she didn't have anything to prove. And Sheldon's family came on there. His mom came on and said, Yeah, you do. Basically, just not so nicely.
1: What, is, what does that mean? You have something to prove?
2: Because she's cheated. She's done him so dirty in the past. And they've fucked around since probably early teens. So.
1: November, Eric and Brittany seem to have, that, that fire seems to have died down again in November. Or at least by November.
2: I found out the last time I saw her. Like the day, the last time, the last time I saw her that day is the day I found out.
1: Let's get to the point of towards the end of the month. Because we know that she's dating Sheldon. We know that her and Eric are now, that Fire has died. Cage.
2: No, we don't. We don't know that until the 27th.
1: Know what until the 27th?
2: That her and Eric are done.
1: But her and Cage are done. Yes. Her and Sheldon seem to still be dating. Right? I didn't November. know that till the 23rd. But in November, they're still yes. together. And her and Eric, from what I understood it, was that, they're, that's, that they rekindled their relationship in September October, and it seems to have died in the month of November, but you're saying no.
2: Eight, no, because the whole time I thought they were still together up until they weren't, up until that, that day. What was that? The 27th. Of? No, 23rd, I'm sorry. 23rd of? November
1: okay so majority of November they were still seeing each other
2: yeah at my house
1: at your house and how often would they go over to your house
2: they were there like every night
1: stay the night or just come by and then head home
2: they just they always end up going home okay. or to Eric's parents Did, house
1: He ever asked like hey does Sheldon does he know or does are you guys still together I mean because if I know she's dating so this other person, the, but she's over over here and hanging out my house with this guy. Naturally, I'd be like, "So, like, what's the, what's the deal with you, you and think. Sheldon?" Never asked.
2: I found out when I was in the JPay's that when she dated Sheldon, Eric was hanging out there.
1: You found out through J-Pay, shit gets weird. Wait, you found out through JPay that
2: because Zach was getting on her ass about being with all these guys and said, "You know, I know I'm in prison, so it is what it is."
1: Zach Bowman. Okay, I just want to make sure I got this right. Sheldon, she was dating. She was also talking to Eric. And but you knew her and Eric were together because they were at your place mm-hmm. just about every night, hanging out.
2: Yep. Okay. And I've got the messages where she's talking. Yeah.
1: Ashley tells us that Brittany was involved with Zach, someone she was communicating with via JPay, a communication tool used with those in prison. This isn't a significant detail, so let's not dwell on it. Ashley goes on to say that Brittany breaks things off with Cage in September, but as we heard, she's still fearful of him. According to what she knew, Brittany and Eric were rekindling their relationship. Ashley says she knew this because Brittany and Eric were spending most of their time at her place. Ashley says Brittany and Eric were attempting to get back together until she finds out otherwise on November 23rd. They decide to end things and Brittany begins dating Sheldon and plans to move in with him. We know this because Brittany makes a Facebook post on the evening of November 23rd, where she says the following.
3: I understand a lot of people aren't going to accept the fact that Sheldon and I have decided to work things out, but he has my heart and will always be my best friend. We've gone through hell and back. We've both made some wrong choices in life, and I haven't always been the best. But we're adults now and accept each other. I only want the best for him, and even though I don't need to prove myself to anyone but him, I will. I'm so very thankful for your love and can't wait to see what the chapter of our life holds for us.
1: Something else I want to note? I'm confused here. I'm doing my best to try and hold Ashley to specific dates. This makes it easier for us to form a timeline and hold people accountable for what they say. Once we have information, we need to connect the dots. This will help. Ashley mentions finding out about Sheldon and Brittany on the 23rd from the Facebook post. She says the last time she sees Brittany is when she finds out about her split from Eric on November 27th. Let's get to the point of the last time you see Brit. When, where, and what happened?
2: November 27th. The night before, Pocket and I got into a huge fight, and he ended up leaving, and he was in three of um, we were on our way back home, she said she needed some. I said, well, we're almost there, and not long before this, she had told me, she actually had me come out to grandma's and pick some up from her that I had already sold her, because she found out she was pregnant. And she doesn't do this when she's pregnant. She was pregnant with Daniel's baby.
1: Hold on. You're saying Brittany was pregnant during the time of the missing?
2: She lost it right before she went missing.
1: When did she lose it?
2: At some point between when she told me she was pregnant and this day on the 27th. Because when she came over and I handed it to her, I said, like, wait a minute. You're
1: pregnant. Why are you You're,
2: going? you said. Yeah. And she goes, oh, no, 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 no. I lost it. I told you I to do that shit when I'm pregnant. I said, I know. so I got confused because.
1: Right. So when did she tell you she was pregnant?
2: A couple weeks prior to that.
1: So we're still in November.
2: hmm She this, leaves. This is the 27th. Yes, the morning.
1: Morning notes. Oh,
2: first thing she says when she gets there, though, because this is the important part. As soon as she walks in my room, she says, don't tell Eric I'm here.
1: I this said, is the first thing she says to you yep. on the 27th in the morning when she gets
2: there? I said, okay, whatever. Okay. I don't care. Your business, your business. So all that goes down, she goes home, her grandma's or wherever she went, and Eric comes over later because he's still there every day, and first thing he says when he walks in is don't tell Britt I'm here and I looked at him I said okay what the fuck's going on that's the same thing she said to me and I'm not doing this shit with you guys I love you both don't put me in the middle and he said she just thinks I'm fucking mad because she's with Sheldon she thinks that she hid it real well but she thinks I don't know but I do know
1: what does that have to do with them not wanting each other to know I don't know
2: I'm just telling you what was said (laughs) I don't know their why they said it I don't know um so, later that night...
1: Sorry, but his response to you when you said, what's going on? He said, she thinks I'm upset with her being with Sheldon."
2: That's place. his reasoning for why she would say that. Why she would tell me.
1: But why did he not want her to know that you were That I
2: don't know. I didn't clarify that far. Okay. I got an answer. I was good. You and never
1: asked Britt when she said that to you. You just were like, okay, fine. Yeah. Nope. Okay. I mean, and she left. That was in the morning. What time did she leave in
2: the day? That was she. She came over and left before noon. Eric came over sometime, probably like three-ish something, like, early afternoon. That and then that was the last time you saw Brittany, no. nope. Okay. It was later that night. Um, Pockethead ended up hitting me with a large shot, and I was reeling from it. And she messaged me like three messages in a row or something, and I'm like, hold on. I, said, you're gonna, I need a minute before I can read those paragraphs, and she's like, "What paragraphs?" I said, "Yeah, you didn't type much, but just give me a minute." And she said, "Okay, I need to talk to you though." I said, "It's fine." She said, "Eric's on a kill himself spree," and I said, "Well, fuck, so is Pocket. If can't beat him. Might as well join him." And then I apologized for being insensitive. She said, "No, you're a good girl. I need I need to come over, or I need to go to Walmart. Do you want to come with me?" And I said, "Yeah." Because I had to get, or exchange a headlight for my car. Because Pockets Idiots got the wrong one. And she said, I'll come pick you up. I said, no, I'll meet you there. Because Eric was there, and I was trying to avoid them running into each other. Because they both said, don't tell the other I'm here. So I said, I'll meet you there. And she's just like, no, I'm almost to your house. And I'm like, I'm heading to the car. Just, I'll meet you there. And I don't know, I live five minutes away. And she called me like three times in that time. She was was very...
1: Between you getting to Walmart and your house?
2: Yeah. like She was very rushed, very frantic, I guess. So I get to Walmart. She pulls in, or I pull in beside her. And she gets out. We're walking up and she says, I only have a half hour. I said, what do you mean? You have a half hour? And she said, Sheldon's only allowing me to be out a half hour. I said, what do you mean he's allowing you? Since when do we take orders let alone follow them and she said I'm serious
1: what car was she driving Sheldon's what was your making model
2: 2006 Mercury Milan Burgundy
1: was anybody with her
2: nope okay so we go inside and she's legit hurrying and I'm not she didn't get anything she said she had to go to Walmart she wanted it with her but she didn't get anything I gave customer service my light, went back to the headlights, and I'm looking for mine, and she's bringing me everyone she can find. Like, does this one work? Will this one work? Like, chill the fuck out, dude. I'm high as hell, and I'm side-twacked. I want to look at everything, because I don't take the half-hour thing seriously. Like, I, it's, if you know Brittany, it's hard to believe those words come out of her mouth, even though she's obviously, clearly, in a hurry, acting serious about it. So I find my light, we go up to checkout, and... She bails, I thought. I'm like, well, damn. What does that mean? When like, she she, sh- she left me at checkout. Did
1: she say goodbye? No. She didn't say goodbye. She just walked she out. said, "I got
2: this. I I I got a hurry," and she, she left. So I check out, go to my car, and she didn't leave. She's in her in the Mercury. She had pulled around in front of me. She gets in my car and says, "Do you have it on you, or any on you?" I said, "Yeah." She said, "I need a half." I said, "Okay. I don't have my scales, but." If it's short, let me know. I'll make up for it, but that's never the case.
1: Does she pay for her stuff that she gets from you? Yeah.
2: Okay. So I gave it to her, and as she got out of the car, she said, come to Sheldon's with me. Come back to Sheldon's with me. And I said, no, not going to happen. I'd never met Sheldon, and I don't like new people. I hate meeting new people. And she said, there's tools at the house to use. Put your headlight in. I said, my tools are right there. I got them. And she said, well... There's guys at the house that can help you if you have trouble. There's guys at my house to help me if I have trouble. Eric and Pocket are there.
1: It's hard for me to decipher if Ashley is voicing her thoughts to me about Eric and Polly being at her place to help with the headlight, or if she's telling me she said this to Brittany about avoiding having Brittany come to her place since Eric was there. I didn't catch this until I listened to the audio when I was back home in Washington. Mental note. Let's dive back into the interview
2: oh, fine, fuck, just come to hang out with me then. I said, no, it's not going to happen. I don't want to meet Sheldon. I definitely don't want to meet a bunch of other guys. I'm going to go home and change my light and probably get high again, alone, like just. And that's the last time I saw her. Do you
1: remember what she was wearing?
2: I was pretty oblivious to Everything.
1: Do you remember the last thing you said to her?
2: Not happening tonight. Okay, love you, bye.
1: So that's the 27th? Okay. Do you talk to her between that and the time that she goes missing?
2: I mean, I got a message from her account, but I don't think it was her.
1: When did you get that message?
2: 28th. What did it say? She said, I got 20.
1: I got
2: twenty. I said, I don't have anything but bad luck. And she said, Well, I got fifty.
1: What does that mean?
2: She upped the ante. like, well I got more than I got fifty dollars instead of twenty.
1: Was she looking for a buck to buy more? No. By saying that, Whoever
2: something? said that. That's not that's how I know it's not her. Cause she would have told me. But tell her what's wrong. Talk to me. She wouldn't have offered more money, thinking I'm holding up on Oh, it wasn't that Brittany.
1: So you think someone's on her account at this point in time? Because we know for a fact that she was alive on the thirtieth. But you see some you think someone's controlling her account at this point in time. And that was the last time you guys communicated, which was on Facebook. And she says I got twenty. And you said
2: I got nothing but bad luck.
1: I got bad luck. And she said, I got 50. And you said?
2: I got nothing. Okay. If I tell you I don't have anything, I don't have anything. And she knows that. She knows I would never hold out on her.
1: Do you think that possibly her being a Walmart, her the urgency behind wanting to kind of get in and get out is because she wants to get to the car to be able to buy more from you or to grab some from you?
2: No. Okay. She wouldn't have said she needed to go to Walmart for that.
1: Okay. But she never buys anything at Walmart? No. Okay. And was she, in your opinion, high during this time, during this... No. Nope. encounter?
2: That's why she was coming to me, so she could get high.
1: And her drug of choice, when you say dope. Meth. Meth. So on the 28th, she sends those, or the messages come through on Facebook. You don't think it's her, because that's not how she talks. You don't, Nothing happens on the 29th, right? You don't hear from her, you don't see her.
2: Nope. On the 29th was spent talking to Pocket on the phone because he went to jail on the 28th idiot got caught across the road buying cigarettes he cut his tether off and they caught him
1: that's like a mm-hmm. ankle monitor cut it off
2: mm-hmm.
1: so he cuts it off but he gets caught on the 28th mm-hmm okay 29 goes around nothing from breathing
2: and I remembered I walked no nope. went across the street because the cops called me said we have mr. Polly in custody he has got some of your things if you want to come grab them, like literally right across the street. I called Eric and he came over.
1: Hmm. Interesting.
2: No, this this was the 29th, I think. That, that he gets arrested? I'm gonna have to look okay. that up again now because I'm just saying that's how I know where I was that night because and what was going on because I had to wait for a phone. He called me at 6 p.m. Still in city jail. They hadn't transferred him yet. this is where shit gets foggy, but I have to remember because Eric has been using me as his alibi this whole time and I'm not certain that he was with me the night she disappeared.
1: But on the 29th, nothing from Britt. let's get to the 30th then. So, when these things happen, someone goes missing or we have a traumatic experience in life. I firmly believe, regardless of been on drugs,
2: She's not missing yet though.
1: Right. But those days act like those memories act like anchors that you can vividly recall sometimes the the memory can get a little foggy but it's like you going back to the moment you last talked to Britt and saw her physically her driving they're away. like
2: movies in my head
1: let's go back to the 30th one your day what did you do that day
2: laid in bed and moped because my boyfriend was in jail waited for him to call
1: were you by yourself Mm-hmm. okay so he got taken away to jail you're having a hard time processing it at home. Where do you live at that time?
2: Village Manor. Town and in Sturgis.
1: And when do you leave? When do you get out of bed? When do you... I didn't leave. That entire day?
2: I would go days without leaving the house.
1: We know that... Brittany was at least two days before on the twenty at Sheldon's house because that's where she kept trying to convince her to go back to. We
2: know she was there the day she went missing, too.
1: What I know is that she went over to Grandma's house to do laundry. What time did she go over to Grandma's house?
2: I don't know. I didn't talk to her that day. What have you heard? I know she was at Grandma's. I'm not sure what time she went out there, but I know her and Sheldon had gotten a fight that morning because he would, he was on her ass about doing mess. And she would tell him, basically, shut the fuck up. Because you do Adderall and Coke. So I don't want to hear it. But she made the comment to him that you won't like me when I go to my grandma's tonight. How do we know that? I think Sheldon at some point had said that. To who? I don't even know now. It's been so long. That's just one of those things that's been constant through the whole thing.
1: So it's been kind of said that Sheldon said... She told Sheldon, you're not going to like me when I go to my grandma's... Mm-hmm.
2: Um, she goes she's with a mystery man
1: I at can't... some point cause if she leaves Sheldon and she's in Sheldon's car and she says oh, you're not going to like me when they go to my grandma's tonight they're arguing because he says she's doing meth he doesn't like that so they're in a fight and so then she leaves Sheldon's in his car and
2: I just realized Eric, I, I am Eric's alibi he was with me the night she disappeared because I've never I still at this point I've never met Sheldon and never even talked to him.
1: Well, we'll get to his alibi. And... We'll get to his alibi. No,
2: November 30th. We're on the 30th,
1: right? I told you, it can be difficult staying on track with Ashley. A couple key points I'd like to mention here. Ashley stated the last time she saw Brittany was in the Walmart parking lot on the evening of November 27th, after looking for a headlight for Ashley's car. Next. Ashley mentions receiving a Facebook message from Brittany on the 28th, but doesn't believe it's actually her. But technically, this would have been the last day she heard from Brittany. Hearing Ashley say Eric had been using her as his alibi was surprising to me. I'm caught off guard. It seems odd to me that someone so involved in her best friend's case wouldn't know if her friend's husband was with her the night she went missing. This is another one of Ashley's aha moments where she appears to just realize that she is Eric's alibi. Here's Ashley explaining further.
2: It was around 10, I think, PM. He calls me on Facebook. I missed the call. I open up my notifications, and I see it. I looked at Eric, and I said, Sheldon called me. Said, Why the fuck is he calling me? So I accepted the request, and I messaged him. I said, you ring?" He said, yeah. you seen Britt? I said, no thought y'all were staying together he goes yeah i thought so too i said what happened you guys gonna fight or he said it's a long story just let me know
1: if you hear from her i said okay that night around what time did sheldon contact you
2: around 10 10 p.m
1: 10 p.m and you're still where home who comes by your house eric's there why is and eric is there because he's just hanging out
2: because when Pocket went to jail, people started fucking with me. And he had already been in my home daily for the past however many months because of Pocket. And I wasn't staying alone with people fucking with me. What time did Eric come over? Honestly, he was there pretty much all day because he was there when Pocket called me. And I kept money on the account, so he was talking to me like a schoolgirl. He was always on the phone. And now it was daytime. It was still sunlight when he was over.
1: When did Eric leave?
2: I'm trying to think if he did or not, because this is this is probably the most important fucking thing that I can need to remember. Because I just went with it for so long. Eric's yeah, is that her house. Yep, he was at my house.
1: How did you guys normally communicate?
2: By turning our heads, talking.
1: <laughs> Cell phone, Facebook.
2: Didn't have to because he was usually at my house.
1: So you, Eric, would just stop by unannounced and just.
2: No, I had him staying with me.
1: Oh, he's living with
2: you now. After Pocket went to jail, he... Well,
1: that's a day day later, two days later. Like, to say he's staying living with you now, like... Well, he basically just... was already. Okay.
2: Because him and Britt...
1: Did they have, did they have a room? Did he, or was this, like, couch surf type of thing?
2: Basically that. We didn't sleep, so... Okay. But, like I said, he would, he would just stay there with us. When Britt went with Sheldon, there... I mean, there was no reason for him to leave...
1: So he's there. He Do you have will- anything that any anything to look back at, any of your t- communication devices, platforms? Uh, my messages with
2: him to look. Because if he's not at my house, I'm messaging him. There. So I have you ever looked? No.
1: Okay. Do you have, does your Facebook link back to the same one that you used back then? Yeah, so, it's the same one.
2: Yeah, and I I have every message still.
1: So. Okay, Able you pull it up? Mind if I jump on there with you? Mm-hmm. Up until this point, I had been sitting across from Ashley while interviewing her. You heard me ask her to pull up the conversation history between her and Eric. No shade, but I need to see things with my own eyes. As Ashley pulls up her conversation history, I stand behind her and watch. You can hear her scroll through their conversation history. A solid four minutes of scrolling. Obviously, these two have plenty to talk about. I watched Ashley scroll for that entire four minutes. Words are buzzing by my eyes as she slides her finger up the screen of her phone. Eric and Ashley have clearly maintained close contact. I mean... Until 2019 still? Yeah. You guys talk a lot. Yeah,
2: because I've never stopped looking for Britt, and it's her husband, so I kept him, and he was the only person that never fucked me over.
1: I'm starting to get anxious, and then my anticipation comes to a screeching halt. Ashley's conversation history stops I looked up at Ethan and he knows exactly what I'm thinking by the look on my face What month are you on now?
2: May Hmm? May
1: Hmm Don't have it
2: Oh I have it I told you I have backups and backups and backups
1: But why is it on that one? I don't know what date does that go to? May 20th,
2: 2019. But I have my takeouts, or my Facebook information files downloaded.
1: But why would, what would be the reason why it wouldn't be on there?
2: I don't know. It could have been when Fuckstick had my phone for two weeks. Who? Chase why
1: would, why would he do You know what I mean? Like, What would be the cause of him wanting to get rid of that information? He
2: tried to get rid of anything that had to do with Britt that I had. And what's his name? Chase Fow. Because I had a recording of him on my phone as well, saying I owe the Mexicans 60 grand, the same Mexicans that Brittany Shank fucked with, you feel me? He okay. found out I had that and he wanted my phone ever since, and he deleted all sort. He was in my Facebook for two
1: weeks. Can not he look at his history and see it? Because that should have nothing to do with his, right?
2: Right, if he still has it.
1: We're assuming this is... He won't talk there. to me anymore though. Why? Great question. But Eric, but Eric should have it on his side. If if he didn't delete
2: it, but he's probably one of the deleters. They all delete shit.
1: There. Right. Conversation. Yeah. So we. They all delete shit. Right. So. so, I
2: can still find it if you give me a minute, because I got my fucking files downloaded.
1: Okay, we'll look at that in a second, but Sheldon, for a second, but we're still under the impression that Eric is at your residence the night that she goes missing, and Sheldon. Messages you and says. Is, pull that up is real quick. Brittany with you, or have you heard from Britt?
0: Type of thing. Okay. Yeah. Pull up.
2: Looking for Britt, I think is what he said.
1: When Ashley pulls up her conversation with Sheldon, it's not nearly as long. I guess they didn't have as much to talk about.
2: We're at the beginning now.
1: News call. What time? November thirtieth, two thousand
2: eighteen at eleven oh seven. He calls. He calls, he calls, again at 11, he calls twice at 11.07 and once at
0: 11.27.
2: So, midnight 21, I said, I just saw this in my message request. Trying to get a hold of Brittany. That's December 1st at 10.58 a.m. I said, I haven't really talked to her lately. I thought y'all were staying together. That's what I thought too. Did you guys fight or something? Long story, if you hear from her, tell her to get a hold of me, please. I said, we will do. Thanks, you're welcome.
1: What's the time of that last one? You say where you welcome? That's on December first, though so at 3:47 three forty-seven a.m. P.M. So go back. up. when? When did he we'll go back? So this is at two forty-one p.m. So when you when you message him this, this is at twelve twenty-one a.m. He doesn't get back to you till the next morning at
2: eleven a.m. Basically
1: trying to get a hold of her, and then you respond that afternoon. Okay, keep going.
2: And then. I don't hear from him again until December 8th. I called him. We talked. Um, this is when Eric was going to get the books from him with Brittany's
1: passwords. So he said, sorry to hang up. Pockets being an asshole. Pockets in jail, though, right? I was on the phone with him. Okay.
2: Asked or Eric told me to ask if we could come grab it, if I could come grab it, he just messaged him back. He sent Eric five photos, but not this one. What is that? And then he sent me this one. This is one of Brit's papers with her passwords and stuff. Something ripped out.
1: So he sends this to you but does not send those to...
2: Eric. Not this one. Right. Eric has five photos. And I said, well, he only sent me one. And he said, which one? He's like, "I I'll have that one. Okay. He said, I'll send you the ones I have.
1: Let's pause here so I can clarify the communication between Sheldon and Ashley. 11.07 p.m. Sheldon calls Ashley twice and then again at 11.27pm. An hour later, now December 1st, at 12.21am, Ashley responds to Sheldon. This is when Ashley claims Eric is next to her. Now let's fast forward to 10.58am. Sheldon responds. He tells Ashley he's looking for Britt. Ashley doesn't reply until later that afternoon at 3.47pm. She tells Sheldon she'll let him know if she sees Britt. The two don't speak again until seven days later, on December 8th. This is the day Brittany is reported missing with the St. Joseph County Sheriff's Office. At 7.27 p.m., Sheldon requests that Ashley call him. The two have a conversation about Britt and her disappearance. During this conversation, the decision is made to hand over Brittany's passwords to Ashley and Eric. Just as I'm about to ask why, I notice that there's a voice memo. It's from Ashley to Sheldon.
2: Hey, how about if I go over there? I was just telling Eric, if I go over there and the cops aren't there, I can ask for it. If the cops are there, Pockets already got me upset, so I can cry at the drop of a hat, and I'll just play the Oh My God, Where's My Friend card, only if they're there.
1: Explain that.
2: I can't, I can't, because I don't remember what we were talking about. It had something to do with the books, and he said that they took them. Now, this doesn't make sense either because he said the cops were there and Jessica was there at the same time. And he gave the password books to Jessica. Can you play that again? Hey, how about if I go over there? I was just telling Eric, if I go over there and the cops aren't there, I can ask for it. If the cops are there, pockets already got me upset. So I can cry at the drop of a hat and I'll just play the oh my God, where's my friend card. Only if they're there.
1: Why not ask for them if the cups were there? I don't know.
2: I, I can't recall what the fuck it was. I don't I don't even know where there is. But he had said something to me that made me have to think of a why I'm there. I don't I wish I fucking knew I wish there was more around that.
1: Okay, What's he say response to responsible?
2: All right, he's got the rest of them. There's more to, I'll try to send.
1: He says he's got the rest of them. He's referring to Eric. The
2: pictures, but it's not the rest of them. It's not all of them. Okay. And then at ten thirty PM, he said the cops just left.
1: Did you go over?
2: Nope. Why not? Cause I never heard back from him
1: until 10 30 something. What time did you send this one or the, the audio? Hey. At six. How
2: about. Yeah, That was almost 10 PM that he sent me the picture.
1: So this guy, this timestamp is 947.
2: That's 57.
1: 957.
2: And this picture was 56.
1: So. So at 957, 956. Yeah. And PM. And then what time is that message?
2: Um, 58.
1: So within. And then a half hour later. Cop just left. But you're so, go back to this though. You said, hey, I'm going to come over. If the cops are there, I'll act this way. If the cops aren't there, I will, I'll act this way, Right. And he says, within a minute, sounds good type of thing. Basically. So, you did hear back from
2: him. Well, not in between there.
1: Well, if you say, hey, here, I'll go, and then I'll act this way, yada, yada, yada. He's like, all right, sounds good. Right?
2: I can't answer that.
1: Okay. And he says, cop left.
2: Cops just left. That's at 1030. That same night. And then... The next day, the next afternoon, I said, would it be okay if I swing by and grab that paper? And then nothing from him at all until July.
1: July of the 8th. Okay, so that's December 8th, night. this one? Correct. Okay, so pause for a second. I'm concerned about the memo, or maybe curious is a better word. The mood changes, and there's tension in the air. I can tell Ashley's having a hard time answering my questions. When I ask her what the voice memo is about, she says she doesn't remember. When I asked her if she ever went over to Sheldon's to retrieve the passwords, she said no. She tells me this is because Sheldon hadn't responded to her. Hold up. Sheldon hadn't responded. Ashley sends the audio message to Sheldon at 9.56 PM. Sheldon responds within a minute and says, all right, He's got the rest of them. Followed by, there's more too. I'll try to send. Naturally, I'm gonna ask these questions as I've already prepared for these kind of questions because this is my, this is what I do.
2: If I could answer, I words, I have listened to this a why, hundred times.
1: Why would we not want cops to have the information? Why would we want to withhold this information from the cops? Because that's what
2: I didn't say anything about withholding anything.
1: Okay, go back to the to the, the voicemail. I go over there. I was just telling Eric.
2: I don't even know where there if I is. I go over there, can and the cops up? aren't there. I can ask for it. If the cops are there, pockets already got me upset. So I can cry at the drop of a hat, and I'll just play the "Oh my God, where's my friend" card. Only if they're there.
0: If I listen to it
2: enough, I'm, it might.
1: Okay, but here's here's my question: is why, whether the cops are there or they aren't there.
2: I don't remember. It's something it, he but, said to me.
1: Okay, but from that from that visual right there that you're showing me, it looks like. He's trying to provide you with a document. Then and he's only giving Eric four of them, sounds like it, or showed four of them. Five. Five, and you got the sixth one, but Eric doesn't have that one. Correct. Why is Sheldon not want to give Eric that information?
2: I don't know. And, it made and, no sense. We were both confi- Eric and I were both confused about it.
1: Okay, but here you're saying, okay, well, I'll come over. And if the cops are there, then I'll, I'll no, break down. No, I didn't say
2: I'll come over. I said, I'll go there. I don't know where, I just I said it. I don't know how many times I just said it. I don't know where there is. I can't what recall what we were talking about, except for the passwords, but then he tells me that Jessica has them. He gave them to Jessica. But this is where the story doesn't make sense, because he says cops are there and Jessica's there. What if the, the cops are there and the passwords get handed, they're not going to let her take them. And her story is that when she got them, she took them straight to the police, which is a lie, too, that can be proven.
1: Okay. Let's go back to the when we talked about this in the beginning. Remember, these moments act like anchors. Just like when Pocket got arrested, you remember being in bed crying because he got arrested on the 28th or 29th, whatever day it was. And, like, struggling. In a situation where it's like, we have passwords, we this have... This isn't
2: traumatic for me yet. Because I don't grasp how serious this is.
1: missing, though, at this point.
2: Right. But I... It's not... Set in yet.
1: Okay. She's so still somewhere here. Understand. She's gonna come out and so he's talking about trying to get a whole Brit, right? And you're like, yeah, that you guys to get together, and he's like, No, I thought so too, type of thing. And he gets to the point of he sends you this, but he doesn't send it to Eric. You say, I'll go there. If the cops are there, I'll act this way. Because Pocket's got me on There up.
2: as in wherever he and I were talking about. Okay,
1: but he says so you're talking about cops being present wherever there is, right?
2: because of something he said.
1: Right, but but, follow me. You said, I'll go there. If cops are there, I'll 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 cry because pockets got me all fucked
2: up. If not, I'll get the paper or I'll. What did you say? I'll get them.
1: Them. So now we don't. We you're saying you don't know what them is either.
2: It's got to be past. With, that's what we were talking about there is cut it's, pieces, it's, the notebooks.
1: It's safe for me to assume it's the notebooks. Correct. When you say, I'll go there, and he says cops left.
2: No, 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 no.
1: Look at the message.
2: I know that. He stopped talking for a half hour because he was busy. Right, right. Because but- originally he told me it's not a good time. Cops are here. And I said, can I, can I just come That Maybe that was what it was it was his house just let me come down and grab him even though the cops are there if they're there then I'll just be like I'm coming to you Crying. that's why I'm here I didn't want the cops knowing I was there to get the passwords It's probably what it was why? because they told me to get into her accounts who's they? Eric why?
1: okay why, get, why, why are we listening I don't to know. Eric?
2: because I like getting into accounts and my friend's missing so I'm going to see what I can find
1: you see how that can cause a problem, right? Because now you're putting yourself inside of the account of someone who's missing.
2: No. That's not how I looked at it at all.
1: But you see how it looks today.
2: Kinda. If, but I've the if, only I'm the only one in there preserving her shit.
1: Okay, but if cops have it, they don't need you to do that. They already have it. If they need to get into so it, they can do it.
2: But Obviously not.
1: Because they took the passwords.
2: No, I didn't. Who's they talking? were already changed.
1: Okay, but you'd already gotten into her account before,
0: right?
2: Two of them. And... I had just gotten into. The rest of them I couldn't because they had all been changed within the three days she'd been missing. They were already fucking changed. And shit's been How did deleted. They, they were changed? Oh, uh, because when I went to log in, it said your password was changed three days ago.
1: Then why do you need the passwords if you already have her password information?
2: I don't, obviously, because I couldn't get in because the password had been changed.
1: I know, but... Because nobody
2: knew so. they'd been changed. They gave me the password so I could log in, but thinking you, I was going to log in, and then, ta-da! I can't log in because okay. these are the wrong passwords. Because somebody already did it and changed them.
1: I guess it just goes back to just the initial questions I had. Why go and interfere with now an investigation? Because I didn't Francis. look at it as interfering.
2: I looked at it as finding my fucking friend, and no one else is doing anything.
1: Cops were. Doing no, they good weren't. Stuff.
2: I told Eric, if her parents want to talk to Brad Balk, the sheriff, let me know. I've got his fucking private number, skip the middleman, I'll call him. Okay. He said, I'll talk to Greg and find out. They said, yes. Yeah. So I called Brad, Greg had, had reported her missing, and it was a piece of information or something that I had, so I texted Brad and said, I'm sure you already know, but I have something relating to Brittany Shank, the missing, the missing woman. He texted me back and said, can I call you? I said, sure. So he called and he said, what about this miss- who was missing? I said, my friend Brittany Shank, the bulletin went out yesterday with your signature on it. And at that point he told me, let me call you back. Okay. Because I know nothing about this. Okay. I need to find out what the fuck my guys are up to. Okay. This is within the first week still that she's missing. He calls me and we start talking and he said, have you, have you seen the things on Facebook? I said, no, Brad, I'm too busy looking for my friend to be on Facebook. And he said it's just a bunch of rumors and gossip and tall tales saying that there's this and that, like none of it's true, and they're creating problems and blah, 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 blah. I'm like, well, good thing I don't listen to it then.
1: All right. You know that this is a really challenging position to be in, to understand that message on your phone. Even when you say to me, I don't understand it.
2: I don't understand it. I still listen to it repeatedly, trying to remember what the fuck we were talking about exactly, because I, I can recall it, but
1: you it was s-
2: something he said to me that made me obviously think that I needed a reason to be coming over.
1: Okay. Do, were you, are you willing to let me read the rest of your conversation with children? You
2: can have it all. I will send you my Facebook file. Can
1: not see it? So on December 9th, you said, Hey, would it be okay if I swing by and grab the paper while I'm out?
2: That's when Eric told me to call him and ask him because he had now blocked Eric on everything, won't answer calls.
1: Sheldon had blocked Eric? Correct. Why?
2: Don't know. That's why Eric told me, get a hold of him. I don't know what's going on.
1: Why aren't you and Sheldon talking today?
2: Because I've never talked to Sheldon except for that right there. I always thought it was odd, like, why, if you're looking for her as hard as us... Why aren't we talking? I even said as in there, like, we should have linked up sooner. I have to make Lily some food. I'll get in touch.
1: You guys never talked since? No. You've never attempted to make contact, call, reach, speak to him?
2: No, I don't reach out to people.
1: Okay. Do we know, have you ever heard of Sheldon having an alibi? Mm-hmm. What?
2: In one of her groups, Tiffany Castle came on. Who's that? I'm not sure what she is to him, but she said... Because someone was questioning where he was and she said he was with my Sheldon's with my brother all day I think they're watching football and her brother is Eric Bowman he dropped Sheldon allegedly he dropped Sheldon off at home and Brittany still wasn't there he couldn't get a hold of her so he had Eric drive him out to Grandma's when he got to Grandma's Brittany was the car was already gone Brittany was already gone at that point he had Eric drop him back off at home Eric Bowman and it was its said. In, as the story goes that when Eric dropped him back off the cops were already there so Eric leaves the cops were not there yet Eric leaves realizes that he still has Sheldon's phone in his car so he takes it back to Sheldon and that's when he gets there he sees the cops are there the time frame that Sheldon does not have his phone is conveniently the time in which she goes missing and actually now I'm gonna have to see if the, she put a time on there
1: well, because he must he where, called me where's where is Brittany's phone? Uh, the
2: cops have it. And Greg said.
1: Where'd they find it? Because
2: Jessica gave it to him. Jessica said she found it. Where? And the back floorboard. And now it depends on what message you read. She sent the same message to multiple people talking about how Britt's things were thrown all over the car. And that's why she claimed that it looked like there was a struggle. And she found Brit's phone and her necklace that she never took off on the back floorboard of the car, except for one message. The one message, she says the same thing, except she says on the back floorboard of the other car. I found Britt's phone and her necklace on the back floorboard of the other car.
1: I'm guessing right now that the phone was still in there, because how the heck
2: would... She says she found it in there.
1: Okay. Um,
2: And it was clean, wiped before it got to the cops.
1: I mean, you don't know who has reports of her cell phone records showing the times that she called 911?
2: The police.
1: From her cell phone account? The police. And just, do we know if uh, Brittany had her own AT&T plan, Verizon? Was that her own account?
2: Mm Mm-hmm. Her phone records were posted. It turned into a fucking shit show. Everyone's looking up the phone numbers on all their little free shits and coming back with this name, that name, the other name, calling these numbers, harassing these people. Like, I felt bad for these people. Like, one young kid, I guess, owned Sheldon's number. And people were saying, I called the number and asked him where she is, and he acts like he doesn't know anything. I'm like, you guys, have not even fucking Sheldon's number anymore. Like, leave the kid alone. It's not hers. It's not her report.
1: Oh, it's not? No. Whose is it?
2: The number on top is 1116. That's Chris McKeever's.
1: Whose?
2: Chris McKeever. I don't think anyone's caught that. And I don't know how or why. I'm very confused about that because they're her calls, her who numbers. Posted, who posted the call log? McKeever.
1: McKeever posted his own call log.
2: That's what I'm saying. It's her number. But they are Britney's calls, the prison,
1: yeah.
2: Sheldon, her voicemail. But 1116 has never been a number linked to Brit. So I'm not sure what the fuck's going on there. The
1: 1116 is a phone number that's been placed by Britney's phone.
2: No, I'm saying that's what it says. The account is
1: under. Yeah. So all the calls but it's all Britney's,
2: like account for account number, blah, blah 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 blah, and then shows all your calls. Yeah. Like with mine, it would be. 1023 okay and then list all my calls it's 1116 which is Chris McKeever
1: okay so that's a count. but up. the
2: numbers yes. and calls belong to Britt
1: how do we know that though so how do we know that that's not Chris's calls you know what I'm saying we which
2: don't because you know? Jessie was in prison too but why would she could be calling Sheldon this is like calls before she went missing
1: this list of calls I think it's on Facebook right
2: yeah yeah, yeah. I'll find it tag you
1: I've seen them I just don't understand why Chris would post her own phone calls if that's her and claim. Because
2: yeah, because that's what it was. Here, like, here's her. I, I'm like I said, no one, no one has caught that.
1: Because so I saw I'm like, number?
2: that name sounds. Or that number looks familiar. So I put it in my phone, and I'm, I'm like, it's fucking Chris's number. What the? F- this no.
1: Have you ever talked to Chris about it?
2: No, not that part. I have. I trust too much, Chris.
1: So you haven't talked to her about
2: it. Not about that. Okay. No, but I. Just found out, Reese. Very recently, she too is not on the up and up.
1: When did you first find out that Brittany's not just missing from Sheldon's request of knowing her whereabouts, but actually missing? Because you talked to her on the twenty seventh. You hadn't talked to her for how many days it went by until you realized there's a problem.
2: It wasn't until the eighth. So when when did you
1: guys go that long without talking to each other normally?
2: Yeah, we have because I got so much going on with fucking Josh and all his bullshit. Um,
1: so you gone on gone some time before, like, which is eight days before you found out, and you hadn't heard from her, that she's actually missing. I, and how'd you find out? Who told you?
2: Eric. Because it was, I think he said that Jessica had got a hold of him. That's how he knew it was serious. I knew it was serious when he said it was serious. Because he said that it, this was normal for Britt. She would go on Bender's. But when she did, she would always stay in touch with her dad. Somehow, some way, and her kids, and above all, grandma.
0: Okay.
2: I'm talking three times a day she'd call grandma, religiously, every day. When he came to me and said, Jessica, or Brittany's mom, Jessica's even talking to me. So now I know it's tears because she fucking hates my guts. So
1: you found out, and she wasn't reported missing for, until the eighth, eight days after. I know that they contacted Sheldon, do we get his vehicle, have you ever heard why Sheld- why Sheldon like, was slow to report the fact that my car has been found abandoned and she was driving it and I can't get a hold of her?
2: He didn't know it was found abandoned. He thought she stole it.
1: Like, why he, he didn't know it wrecked.
2: I'm saying that's one of the stories because but that's just, why it was gone this whole time.
1: Okay, but the facts are is that he knew she had the vehicle. Right. Right, so he like that's that's just a fact. He knew when she was he was letting her drive the vehicle too. Right. Like then he t-
2: finds t- out she's with the guy, gets mad, can't find her.
1: How does he find out she's with this guy? I don't know. Okay, but he gets the car from Impound. Impound, how long after it's been impounded?
2: I have not found that out yet.
1: Okay. So let's say he gets it
2: I'm assuming first, eight I'm assuming it was the eight days because it was still a wreck. Like everything was still scattered and he let
1: But law enforcement contacted the owner of the registered vehicle.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And they explained how my nephew's buying it. Mm-hmm. So he knew on mm-hmm. he
2: Had to have. Had to I have. That, yes. So why was it left in the impound that long? Because it was know. gone for a week. We
1: don't know it was left in the impound that long. That's what no, I'm you're
2: saying. right. We don't. We don't. But we know it wasn't damaged.
1: Somebody could easily drive it off if they wanted to. Someone could easily
0: reversed and took off because it, yes. the neighbor down the road who came
1: for the young boy went. and so it looks like somebody just... Ran out of gas, and that's what he thought happened.
2: Close. Just ran.
1: Mike, this just kind of goes back to... I'm just trying to hear, hear from you if you've heard anything as to why she was not reported missing until eight days later. And who reported it? Dead. Greg. Greg did.
2: Okay. Do you
1: know when Greg found out that she was missing?
2: Vicki had called him a few days in, and she said something's wrong. Okay. I haven't heard from Britt something's wrong. And then she finally told greg like you are calling the cops or i am because okay. she's missing
1: okay Shelton gets his car doesn't seem to be concerned that she's actually missing because he doesn't notify the family like hey like i'm actually concerned despite them having you know a bad breakup or a fallout or he a- had to or- have let
2: jess know because she showed up on the 8th when he got the car <laughs> to get britney's things and clean out the car
1: all i'm saying is even if they had a bad split or a bad fight He's contacting her on the thirtieth, and she's not responding, which is why apparently he reaches out to you. He gets notified by law enforcement; your car has been found over here. And for eight days, inside those eight days, he's attempting to contact Jess, or I'm sorry, Brittany. We don't know that. But again, I'm just going back to the fact that those eight days that go by, and you're trying to contact this girl that you are seeing, the car has been abandoned. Naturally, he had a new girlfriend within that week. week.
2: What? He had a new girlfriend within that week. He wasn't trying to get home, of Brit
1: what day or what? when how far along after
2: within that first week
1: that he was with who I think and something I'm else thinking, I'm thinking more of as a gentleman to be like hey I, I, we're not together but like I haven't heard from your daughter I haven't heard from your friend my car was found abandoned I just feel like you shouldn't know
0: nope
1: okay I'd like to ask him about that but I'd also would like to ask him about that on your phone and I'm asking you not to talk to him communicate with him until I do at least done okay um, let's take a quick break. That was a lot to digest. Let's clean this up. On December 8th, Ashley sends an audio message to Sheldon requesting Brittany's notebooks that contain password information. Ashley says she's acting on behalf of a request made by Eric and Sheldon for her to access Brittany's accounts. If Ashley, Eric, and Sheldon are aware that law enforcement is already involved, this makes me wonder why any of them are attempting to access Britney's accounts. The mention of forced crying by Ashley makes me uneasy. That's an eyebrow raiser for sure. If your friend went missing, are crocodile tears for the benefit of law enforcement something you'd be planning? A few subjects we're going to revisit. Ashley doubles down and mentions that Greg has shared with her that law enforcement is in possession of Britney's phone. According to Ashley, Britney's Boost mobile phone logs were posted on Facebook. The authenticity of the phone logs is questionable in Ashley's opinion. She claims that the phone logs are inaccurate. It appears the number the calls were coming from is Chris McKeever's. Or is it? Brittany isn't reported missing until December 8th by her dad, Greg. If Sheldon and Britney were living together and she had Sheldon's vehicle, why didn't Sheldon make any attempts to contact Britney's family or law enforcement? even if their relationship was troubled. These are all questions we need answers to. Next time on Hide and Seek.
0: I used to be really close with Sheldon. Me and him don't talk much anymore.
1: So when you said that you had heard that she was going over to her grandma's, who did you, like, how did you hear that? Who did you hear
0: that from? Both of them, both Sheldon and Brittany,
1: had told me when I was there earlier that morning that they, she had to do laundry. So, what time did you pick up Sheldon? Was Brittany still present? Didn't find the car, so we drove out to her grandma's house. I can, I remember pulling up, and they were like leaving. And I got out and was like, what the hell's going on? And that's when he filled me in on what was going on. Interview uh, Sheldon
0: Ashbrook. Thanks for listening to today's episode of Hide and Seek. If you'd like to take a more active role in the Hide and Seek community, come interact with us. Share your thoughts, opinions, and theories in the Hide and Seek Podcast discussion group. Find us by searching Hide and Seek Podcast discussion group on Facebook.